Hello friends, welcome to Village Idiots for Nut Village Idiots for Christ or Nuts for Jesus and Just Plain Nuts. I apologize for last week. The weekend before that I worked at mom's house getting her stuff all moved from her house and man I was exhausted all last week. All I did was drive and sleep last week. So I do apologize for the break in ministry. It was I know you guys are cool about it, but I hate letting off like that. But I like to let you know what's going on. I try to keep you guys involved in my life and informed. So it's not that I it's not that I don't care. Sometimes I'm just not awake. <laughs> that driving at night thing is hard. I'll never be a natural nut. I got my friend Mark. Yay, Mark, 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 Mark. I just bought himself a new uh, Bronco, bless dude. Anyway, I am, uh, I'm not a, uh, I'm not, he's a natural born night driver. I'm not, so it's always a struggle for me. But anyway, no, no, no complaining here. We're in Proverbs 20 today. We're just going to jump right back in. Wednesday, of course, will be Revelation Wednesday, be chapter one again. But we're going to do, we got, let's see, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, we got four days. So we get hopefully four lessons out to this week. I hate, not the word lessons, four Bible study things or four, four conversations between a large group of friends or a very small group of friends. So anyway, we're going to start in Revelation, uh, Proverbs 20. We've got 11 verses, 11 chapters to go. And so let's just keep on trucking here. Wine is a mocker and beer is a brawler. Whoever's led astray by them is not wise. These are these little two verse sayings. Some of them back, you know, bounce off each other, but these are just, these are, this a statement. So again, if you, um, um, Wine is a mocker and beer is a brawl. In other words, wine will make you turn you into a mocker and beer will make you fight or a brawl. <laughs> and whoever is led astray by them is not wise. You know, Jesus turned water into wine, but he didn't say drink a gallon. You know, <laughs> you know, there's, there's a balance here in all these things, you know. So you know, these, these are people, when it says led astray, it means going into drunkenness. Not having a glass of wine or one beer, but going and having a six-pack or a case and drinking a whole bottle of wine. Again, just wisdom, 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 wisdom. A king's wrath is like the roar of a lion. He who angers him forfeits its life. You don't piss the king off. I've often said when Solomon judged the two prostitutes, they each said that the baby was theirs, you know, and they and um, and then the one found out to be a liar. I'm thinking, man, you know, uh, Solomon probably had her had her executed because you don't go lying to the king. You don't make the king mad, and you certainly did not lie to the king without consequences. Amen. It is to a man's honor to avoid strife, but every fool is quick to quarrel. Man, if you can just forgive, someone offends you, just forgive. If someone cuts you off in traffic, after you get done cussing, just forgive them and pray for them. <laughs> We've all done it. Come on. Let's be honest. We've all gotten mad in traffic, and it's getting worse every year. So, so again... Uh, a man's it, it's a it's to a man's it, it's an honor before God to avoid strife, but every fool is quick to every uh, King James says this every fool is quick to to quarrel. King James is hilarious in this. I can't remember what it says right now. Um, verse four: A slugger does not plow in season, so at harvest time he looks but finds nothing. Man, if you're lazy, you're going to be hungry. So simple, man. And we live in a lazy generation. I don't condemn anybody. I don't. You know my. You know my heart on this. But it's like, man, there's there's jobs. I see job advertisement everywhere. All of us are church drivers driving around. There's twenty, thirty dollar an hour jobs, twenty thousand dollar sign on bonuses. Some of these trucking companies, man, there's jobs galore. People don't want to work. It's sad. So again, if you don't if you don't plow in season, back in there it was an agricultural society. If you didn't plow in season, guess what? You got hungry. Because nothing was coming up because your field didn't have nothing in it. The purpose of a man's heart, 
The purposes of a man's heart are deep waters, but a man of understanding draws them out. I love that. Your the the um uh, the purposes in your heart are, are deep waters. I like that. They they have depth to them. And it says, uh, but a man of understanding draws them out. Man, if you have understanding, you can draw what's in people's hearts out of them. You can learn from them. You if you if you're if you're tactful, if you're if you're humble, you ask some good questions. Man, you can draw some stuff out of people that'll blow your mind. People have a lot of good knowledge. We all need each other. We all need to share these things. And man, a man of understanding draws it out. Be a person of understanding. Draw the draw into the depths of a person's heart and draw out the good stuff there's so much good in everybody's heart most people's hearts at least and it's worth listening to what they have to say amen many a man claims to have unfailing love but a faithful man who can find wow that's good many men so many people or many men claim or many people as i say people many people claim to have unfailing love but a faithful man who can find it's like a lot of people claim to have unfailing love, but there's few faithful men, truly faithful men. That is a, that is powerful right there. Verse 6. Verse 7. The righteous man leads a blameless life. Blessed are his children after him. Man, you leave by, by, by having a righteous life, um, by, by being righteous and leading a blameless life or a life free from guilt and regret. Man, your children, the path you plow for your children, you're, you're preparing a path before your children for them to walk in that path. It's a beautiful, that's a beautiful, the righteous man, the righteous man leads a blameless life, blessed are his children after him. Man, we're leaving, that's part of the inheritance you leave your children and your children's children. A blameless life is part of their inheritance. Because if you're an idiot and you're causing trouble, man, your kids are gonna find trouble too. Because they go, oh yeah, those are the children, that idiot down the street, man. <laughs> Now, how about, wait a minute, but that's the, that's the kid of, man, that's the kid of, you know, Mr. Mr. Bob over there. That guy's so sweet and wonderful, man. I bet you his kids are the same way. You see how it works? Man, whatever you are, it reflects on your children. Amen. When a king sits on his throne to judge, he winnows out all evil with his eyes. <laughs> I love that one. I don't fully understand it. It's like the look he gives, it's like he can look and judge people by the way he looks at them and their reaction to how he looks at them. Like if someone's acting suspicious or something, you know, he looks right at them and they kind of, you know, turn away or kind of act kind of goofy. Again, he can winnow out all evil with his eyes. God gives a king or the, our leaders wisdom on how to see evil in people. It's amazing. I really believe that's actual. Who, who can say I've kept my heart pure? I am clean and without sin. Man, I can't say that. How about you? <laughs> that was a rhetorical question, by the way. None of us can say. Who can say I've kept my heart pure? I am clean without without sin. Here, hold on. Wait a minute. Right after this in my Bible, I'm writing. <laughs> I'm writing Jesus. That's <laughs> for my own benefit. He's the only one who can say I've kept my heart pure. I'm clean without sin. Jesus. <laughs> He's the only one. Amen. <laughs> I actually wrote that in the margin of my Bible. Who can say, I've kept my heart pure, I am clean without sin? Jesus. Amen. Differing weights and differing measures. The Lord detests them both. Man, people would have weights that were heavy or light, depending on whether they were buying or selling. And um, they would look like they were the actual weights, but they were, but they were, uh, you know, like bored out in the middle and stuff like this. They looked like they were the right weight, but they weren't. Uh, differing weights and differing measures. The Lord detests them both. Man, God can't stand people that are lying like that. They're just deceiving and taking advantage of people. It's a terrible thing. Amen. Even a child is known by his actions, by whether his conduct is pure and right. Man, 
Even a child is known by his actions. Look at the children around us today. I do know condemnation, but we live around an undisciplined, unruly generation of people screaming their little kids, screaming their heads off for cookies in Walmart and the grocery store and throwing a fit and throwing themselves on the ground. Why? Because nobody disciplined them. Even a child is known by his actions, by whether his conduct is pure and right. There's not a lot of kids with pure and right conduct. Not all of them. You can't make a blanket statement here. A lot of kids are unruly. Why? Because they didn't learn. Their parents taught them nothing. Nothing. Uh, verse 12. Ears that hear and eyes that see, the Lord has made them both. Don't you love that? Ears that, it's such a simple thing. Ears that hear and eyes that see, the Lord has made them both. And you know, that can go beyond natural seeing. You know, you're listening to the gospel. You're, I mean, you're listening to Proverbs today. You're hearing more than just words here. You're hearing the word of God and it has an effect on your heart and you see the truth in this you know that this is true this is the word of God so and eyes and ears that can can hear and see or eyes and ears that can see and hear man we're talking we be talking about spiritual things here and the Lord made them both I like that again of course the natural too but I, I believe this ties in the spiritual as well do not love sleep or you will grow poor stay awake and you will have food to spare man it's the truth man you just have to work. It's simple, simple. I, you know, I and this isn't boasting, but I do a six-day-a-week thing. I leave out on Friday. I, 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 um, I get in on Friday morning and I take off late Saturday night. I take my 34-hour break. But I'm, but and I'm not boasting that I do that. But my boss said to me, he said, you know, you're pretty productive. And I said, well, I said, hey, I said, anybody could do what I'm doing. I'm not doing anything special. I'm not, I'm not driving a different way. I'm just driving more miles because I'm working more days. A lot of people want all the time off they want, but then wonder why they're not prospering. It's not, it's not bad to take time off, but you don't want to take so much time off that it's affecting you financially where you can't pay your bills. There's a lot of people want a lot of leisure time and hey, you know, if you want, you want to eat, you got to work. You want to take care of your family, you got to work. That's how this thing works. That's how God set it up. Um, do not love sleep or you go poor. Stay awake and you'll have food to spare. I believe that. It's no good. It's no good, says the buyer. Then he goes off and boasts about his purchase. <laughs> I can't stand salesmen. I am not good with salesmen. I stink at that. I get frustrated. I get angry. I get, you know, intimidated. So... Man, it's no good, it's no good, says the buyer. Then he goes off and boasts about his purchase. There's <laughs> so many people like that. Gold there is and rubies in abundance, but lips that speak knowledge are a rare jewel. Man, there's always, there'll always be more gold and rubies. In abundance, it says, but lips that speak knowledge are a rare jewel. Have lips that speak knowledge. Share what God has put in your heart with others. Speak God's knowledge out there. It's so awesome. And you can be a rare jewel, like it says here. Take a, the garment of one who puts it up for security for a stranger. Hold it in pledge if he does it for a wayward woman. Let's read that again. Um, let's see, 16. I'm looking at the bottom here. Doesn't even have it. Take the garment of one who puts up security for a stranger. Take, take, take it. Hold it in pledge if he does, does it for a wayward woman. Take the garment of one who puts up. So it's a, you're, you're getting a garment from one who's putting up security for a stranger. You're holding it. You hold it in pledge if he does it for a wayward woman. So you're taking something that someone's pledging for somebody else, a stranger and a wayward woman. 
So I don't follow. We don't. We don't do this kind of stuff anymore. We don't exchange garments as as uh, as as pledges and as as security. So these kind of verses. I know there's a, a deeper meaning here. Take the garment of one who puts up security for a stranger. Hold it in pledge if he does it for a wayward woman. Uh, verse sixteen. Don't fully grasp that. But again, it's it's about the pledge is is the security. It's the deposit. You know for some for some reason so again not not real good on 16 there I, like i said when i don't fully understand something i tell you I don't fully understand that uh 17 food gain food gained by fraud tastes sweet to a man but i love this one but in the but he ends up with a mouthful of gravel man you know if you're stealing to get food not because you're hungry but just because you like stealing uh, food gained by fraud tastes sweet to a man, but he ends up, man, that fraud catches up with you. And all the food that tastes sweet, it becomes bitterness in your mouth and gravel and destroys your mouth and your teeth and all that. Why? Because the fraud catches up with you. Because it always catches you. Reap what you sow. It always catches. When you're doing that kind of evil, it always catches you eventually. Make plans by seeking advice. If you wage war, obtain guidance. Man, always seek advice. Always obtain guidance. Make plans by seeking. If you wage war, obtain guidance. Seeking advice and obtaining guidance. Have a have have men in your life or women. If you any woman's listening to this, have somebody in your life that's a counselor, that's a that's a um, a guide or or an advisor. Don't just do everything on your own without seeking advice. It's bad. It's a bad form and it's a bad plan. Man, well, amongst the many counselors, there's security. I think that's Proverbs. Man. Gather around you righteous people that know the right the right thing to do. Amen. And then listen to them. Gossip betrays the confidence, so avoid a man that talks too much. I'm not a gossip, but I do talk a lot, and so I've got to I've got to be careful with that. But I don't betray confidences. And so, but again, this is a root. Uh, this is kind of a rule of thumb. A gossip betrays the confidence, so avoid a man that talks too much. You don't want to. You don't want to give. You don't want to. Um, you don't want to share a confidence with someone who's a gossip because they're going to share it with others. There's no way around it because they're a gossip. Amen. If a man curses his father and mother, his lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. That is a, that's fierce. If a man curses his mother and father, his lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. I think pitch darkness re- relates to hell. It talks about how dark hell is going to be. And you don't want to curse your mother and your father, the ones that brought you that brought you to life, man bad stuff that's a, that's a serious judgment for someone who curses their mother or father um and inheritance quickly gained at the beginning will not be blessed at the end yeah people who inherit their parents money and never had to work for it generally squander it and you're not blessed at the end unfortunately i do not say i'll pay you back for wrong wait for the lord he and he will deliver you man vengeance is mine saith the lord we don't pay back evil for evil but good for evil always you know there's this movie you ought to watch it's called amish grace it's on youtube for free it's about that school shooting and this is an example of this it's about that school shooting there in in um lancaster county i think pennsylvania the amish the guy that went in the milk guy the milk delivery guy guy who picked up the milk from the amish went into the um went into the uh amish school and let the boys go but shot and killed he shot i think 10 girls and killed five of them because he hardened his heart against God, but um, um, he um, um, he he wanted to pay God back for his child dying. Again, um, and I uh, say, don't don't you, you don't do you not say I'll pay you back. Wait for the Lord, and He will deliver you, man. The, the the what I was going is 
the Amish people, after they went through this tragedy, they forgave the guy and they forgave the, the wife of the guy. And, and again, the guy will still stand in judgment before God but, and explain that. But the, the, these people didn't seek revenge against him or his family. Um, they left. They just left it to the Lord. And Amish grace, you get a chance. I every time I watch it or I listen to it at night when I'm going down the road, I always cry because the the power of forgiveness. Man, leave. Let God be the judge. Let God be the avenger. Don't seek it yourself. Now, this movie, Amish Grace, definitely worth your while to watch. Very, very well done. And it's all a true story. Uh, the Lord detests differing weights, and the dishonest scales do not play, please Him. Again, we. Um, we went, that goes, let's see, that's 23, and we were back here, uh, let's see, I thought we had another one in here like that, uh, differing weights in, verse 10, differing weights and measures the Lord detests, verse 23, the Lord detests differing weights and dishonest, and dishonest scales do not please him, again, he's mentioning it twice to, you know, to reiterate, hey, I really hate this, don't do this, okay, don't have differing weights, don't have differing scales, a man's steps are directed by the Lord. How can anyone understand his own way? The, your steps in some form or fashion are being directed by the Lord. What he puts inside your heart, what he puts inside your mind, what the desire in your heart, he puts inside that desire in your heart to do a certain thing. So yes, there's a certain amount of free will involved here. Absolutely. But again, a man's steps are directed by the Lord. The Lord is having influence on you. And then it says, how can anyone understand his own way? Man, you know, <sighs> I've been married twice. My first wife died. I'm married to this, uh, uh, um, my wife Cindy for 10 years. And the Lord was directing me in both of those times. I can see his hand on me uh, in both of those circumstances to get married to these two women. Man, we can't fully understand where the Lord is taking us on a daily basis. Just have peace about it. Don't worry about it. Let Just trust the Lord to lead and guide your steps in a good way and to put you on a good path. Don't worry about why things are happening. Or again, um, don't under, don't worry if you don't fully understand your own way. The Lord is at work in you. Be consider yourself blessed. That God's working in your life, directing your path. That's awesome. Amen. It is a trap for a man to dedicate something rash and only later consider to consider his vow. Man, if you it's like signing on the dotted line as a co-signer for a car or something. Man, you may regret that. You got to be careful with. Um, um, uh, uh, making uh, making a rash dedication. Amen. A wise king winnows out the wicked. He drives the threshing wheel over them. Man, again, talked about before, you know, with his eyes, you know, driving all evil with his eyes. And now, a wise king winnows out wicked. Talking about, you know, when they winnow out the grain, uh, he drives the threshing wheel over them. Man, man, it's like the chaff. He treats them like chaff, man. He winnows out the wicked and drives the threshing wheel. There's there is judgment and punishment for being, uh, for being wicked before a king. Judgment and punishment. Amen. The lamp of the Lord searches the spirit of man. It searches out his inmost being. The lamp. Isn't this beautiful scripture? Verse 27. The lamp of the Lord searches the spirit of a man. It searches out his inmost being. Man. I don't know what the lamp of the Lord is. Maybe it's the Holy Spirit. Searches the, searches the spirit of man. It searches out his inmost being. Yeah. The lamp must be like the spirit. 
uh, of the Lord searches out the spirit of a man. It searches out his inmost man. That's just beautiful. What a beautiful scripture. Don't fully grasp it, but it's awesome. 27. Love and faithfulness keep a king safe. Through love his throne is made secure. Love and faithfulness keep a king safe. Through love his throne is made secure. Love and faithfulness should be the hallmarks of any kingdom, of any king, love and, here it is right here, showing you if, if you become a king, you want to be marked by love and faithfulness. Love and faithfulness keep a king safe. Through love, his throne is made secure. Man, these tyrannical kings and rulers, they just destroy themselves. There's no faithfulness to them. There's no, there's no desire to truly follow them. The only people just want to stab them in the back and get rid of them because they're wicked. Through love and faithfulness, keep uh, love and faithfulness keep a king safe through love his throne is made secure that is a beautiful scripture 28 29 the glory of young men is their strength the gray hair is the splendor of the old <laughs> i got hair but i got a gray beard coming in the glory of young men is their strength gray hair and splendor the gray hair gray hair the splendor of the old you know what your glory and your splendor are going to be different as you age amen isn't that cool we all transition into something different as we're as we're aging amen Blows and wounds cleanse away evil, and beatings purge the inmost being. Man, blows and wounds clean away evil, clear away, cleanse away evil, and beatings purge the inmost being. Man, you yeah, always think about that kid that got caned over in Indonesia for defacing cars. You can believe, I'd say he got, that's 10 years ago probably, 5 to 10 years ago, he got caned. Everybody's having an uproar and a fit in this country. That kid was going to be punished by Indonesian rules. But you can guarantee those blows... The blows and wounds cleansed away the evil from that kid. You can believe he didn't do that again. You can believe he never defaced another car again. He got can't forget ten times or something. They beat on him. They 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 took they took their turns beating on him. And you know what? I bet you there's no evil in his heart to do that again to any other cars. There's something about punishment. There's something about that judicious use of pain that cleanses evil out of your heart. And it purges your inmost being. If you got a wicked heart, man. Good beating will take care of that for you. Amen. That's why we discipline our children. A little pain is a good teacher, a good tool. Judiciously used in love. A little bit. That's all discipline is with children. It's a judicious, small amount of pain used in a judicious way to drive the evil out of their heart. Again, blows and wounds cleanse away evil. And beatings purge the emotions. I'm not saying we should beat or have blows and wounds on our children. But a good spanking is good for the soul of a child. And if you don't discipline your child, the Bible says you hate them. That's God's words, not mine. Anyway, verse went through verse 30. Love you, love you. Can't get enough. 22 minutes, just over 22 minutes today. Good deal. Got right back into it. So you have a blessed day. Again, sorry about last week. It was just one of those weeks. I was exhausted. Anyway, we love you, love you. Can't get enough of you. And we will talk to you tomorrow. And I don't remember where we're going to be. Uh, hold on. I'll tell you. Don't go nowhere. Let me see. Where are we going to be tomorrow? Where are we going to be? Probably New Testament. Because I just did Old Testament. Let's see here. Let me turn in my book. Tomorrow we're in 1 Timothy tomorrow. Yay, 1 Timothy. Amen. Woo-hoo. All right. Love you, love you. Can't get enough of you.